0: Welcome back to Faith-Fueled Woman. This is your host, Kristen. Today, we are going to dig into significance. Are we chasing our own significance or are we shining the light to the Lord? Are we shining the light to the significance that God brings forth? That is what we're digging into today. And I'm actually super excited to share this with you today. and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. Okay, let's dive right in. And so the first thing that I wanted to share with you is someone had shared that I follow on uh, Instagram a little bit from the book called Embracing Obscurity. And it is actually by an anonymous author. And the whole reason for this is because the author wanted to literally shine the light towards. The Lord and not Himself, right? So He was writing about living and dying in simplicity. And so today we're going to talk about kind of this struggle, right, that we have as humans for wanting more recognition, admiration, influence versus being okay with us just living our lives in the mundane, in the everyday, and not being so worried about getting more recognition or getting more followers. And so I'm really excited because I think this is, one, such an important conversation. But two, I think it reminds us to reflect on what we're chasing. And then it reminds us, how can we be content and, you know, keep stepping into what God has for us instead of what the world's telling us what we should want and what we should go after? All right. So the first few things I want to share is what uh, a few things that are kind of mentioned in this book, Embracing Obscurity. And so this is one of the things that said the world offers influence in a platform and we crave significance, right? As humans, we crave it. But Jesus invites us to live in obscurity, to decrease. The reason for this is he is significant. So we don't have to be. In other words, it's not about us. We're kind of like, you know, he's the main actor, main show, and we're just trying to point people to him. But it can get tricky, right? The waters can get a little bit uncertain because society culture kind of tells us like we need more, more of everything, right? It's Instead of minimizing, it's always a, it's always the message to sell us more things and that we'll be happier if we have more. And so I think this topic is so important. And this is uh, a few other things the book says that I think were just so on point. The book says, When we stop imitating the world and instead choose to embrace obscurity, real life, chock full of significance, purpose, and renewed passion begins. And I think really what that's saying is if we show up in our our everyday lives, we serve the people around us, we're humble in our lives, we keep connecting to God, that is where we'll find significance in the act of service and the act of love right? When we're really connected with God and showing up in the world in the best part of ourselves, which is really the part that's connected to God. And then this book goes on to explain that it, when we live and die in simplicity, right, which is really just showing up in our lives in serving, like I said, it says this, true success starts with humility, service, sacrifice, and surrender. So what I just sort of pointed out, and I think It's hard for us to remember this sometimes. It's hard for us to remember that what we're already doing, how we're already living in our day-to-day, it is enough. It is already significant, especially when we keep showing up to have that connection, that relationship with God. Okay. And so it continues on to say that basically when pride creeps in or our kind of a blown up self-importance when that creeps in, then we're tempted to want more. You know, it could be whatever, but recognition, more admiration, more influence. It could be more money. In in some cases, I'm not saying that this is necessarily bad. The issue once again, though, is if we're chasing significance instead of chasing Jesus, we can find ourselves on a very different path than where he's calling us to be and to serve. And so that's the challenge. It's not, that I'm saying, oh, more money's bad. If we have more money, hopefully we are using it for the kingdom, right? Hopefully we're using it to give and bless more people through whatever it is we're doing with that money. So I'm surely not saying like more in those cases is bad. It's how are we using it? Are we using it to shine a light back to God, to the kingdom, right? And so that's what I'm talking about. And the scripture for today that really spoke to me about this idea was, Matthew 5, 16, which says, oops, let's see here. It says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And that's really, once again, the point, right? It's our acts of service, our humility, our showing up and serving in love that continues to let people see what it looks like to have that relationship with Christ and for us to be able to. you know, expect eternal life, you know, that that will be coming. And so uh, one thing that was said about Matthew 5, 16 is basically it's saying live so that others give glory to God and live so that others see your life, hear your word, observe your works, and they don't see anything about you. They give glory to God. That is a radically different way to live. And that actually was from, sorry, let me just see where where that idea came from that was from, I think it's called radical.net, that that's exact statement that is. But I think this is such an important thing and it's so important for us to come back to it, right? And so we might think, oh, well, I'm not chasing significance or I'm not chasing recognition or admiration, but then, you know, we may find at some point we are. And I am going to be the first to admit I struggle with this. And it's not because I'm thinking, Ooh, I want to have this big, great, big platform. It's as I try to build a business, right? A new business in a different area that I've been in, which is through the podcasting and other things. Of course, you know, there's these challenges between, do I need more people? I need to post more. Maybe they haven't seen it. Maybe my message is wrong. And so it can be very hard to focus on Christ instead of focusing on this busyness to build something and to keep reminding myself, this is on God's time. This is on what God wants it to do, right? For this platform to do, to keep pointing people to him. And so I have to often, you know, check in with myself to make sure, am I, am I waiting? Am I acting when I believe he's telling me to act or, or, you know, share a message or, step into something instead of just chasing something other than him, you know, or God, if you will, you know, instead of chasing necessarily the money or more recognition or more influence or a bigger follower number. And so while I do look at some of those things, I have to be very careful. And so I speak on this because it's something that is a regular occurrence in my life, right? I have to keep making sure that I'm not chasing significance because of self-importance or pride or feeling the need to get validation from the world, and it's hard because that is how most of the world and the, and maybe people around us operate. So it's it can get really hard to stay, you know, and do it different than the rest of the world to do it God's way. And so this is definitely something that's top of mind for me because I have to keep checking in with God, you know, and checking with myself to be honest about, am I, am I stepping into that, uh, desire for more significance? And when I am, you know, I have to kind of step back and take some time, really, you know, take some time and then try to let the work be done in me to bring me back onto the path that he has for me instead of the path I've kind of veered off to, you know, So I definitely am familiar with taking, you know, uh, different paths that really now I have to get back to the main path. And I actually wanted to share an idea with you about our, you know, our true selves, this self that is connected to God and is less concerned with significance. And it is really our, that connection to our humility. And it's from the book, Good and Beautiful and Kind by Pastor Rich Villados. And this is what he says. He's talking about refusing to protect the false self. So he says, the false self is a term many use to describe the identity we construct that conceals the true self found in Christ. It's an important term to consider in relation to humility. Consider three perspectives. Thomas Merton has said, every one of us is shadowed by an illusory person, a false self. This is the man I want myself to be, but who cannot exist because God does not know anything about him. And to be unknown of God is altogether too much privacy. My false and private self is the one who wants to exist outside of the reach of God's will and God's love, outside of reality and outside of life. And then he goes on to say, in his book, The Deeper Journey, Robert Mulholland Jr. said, my false self, like most false selves, is a control freak, that manipulates people and situations to protect it from disturbances to its status quo. And finally, the Franciscan author, Richard Rohr, powerfully captured the agenda of the false self. He wrote, the agenda of the false self is to look good and to pretend. You can tell when the false self takes over because you become easily offended. The false self is offended about every three minutes because it is fragile. The true self, on the other hand, is unoffendable. And he goes on to say the true self is the place within us where we are found securely wrapped in God's love and have no need to project or protect it. The true self finds its identity in something much deeper than human words of approval or criticism. The false self is incapable of this level of freedom, but it is where most of the world lives from. Humility then is the ongoing commitment to live from the true self. Not an easy task, I know, but I actually think that that really speaks to what we're talking about, right? When we're really connected to our truest self, the person that's connected to God, we show up in a state of love, in a state of service, in a state of humility, instead of trying to, like he said, protect or project who we are to the world or who we're trying to be, or who we're trying to what we're trying to achieve or significance we're trying to gain. In other words, we're trying to get validation or feel worth from the world instead of the only place we can truly get it, which is from God. And so I thought that that was a really good example of what what we're really talking about here. I just thought this was such a good topic and thing to bring up. And like I said, I think Matthew 5.16 is such a great First to, you know, review, to write down and just to kind of remember and pray on, because I think it will keep us grounded in pointing others to the Lord through our works and our words and, you know, how we're showing up in the world. And we're showing up through humbleness and to point others towards Christ. And so I hope this episode was helpful for you today. I will see you back here uh, next episode. I have a guest on and it's a really beautiful conversation. I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. So I hope you come back and join us on Thursday. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to faith Killed Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it. If you would share it with a friend and if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.